All right. What what are we gonna do to like segue into the intro? Like, what what funny bit are we gonna do? I have. Um, go ahead. Oh. Uh, we'll do this thing, and it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a little, uh, little like, um, it's be like eighty sitcom, and then okay, uh, who hosts next? Ben. Um, ben, yeah, Ben hosts right. next. Ben will be like next time. I'll host the podcast, and then we'll all have a good chuckle, and then right. that's how we get right and into it. it. Right, yeah, yeah, we like jump right, yeah, up yeah. in the air and like do yeah, a freeze yeah, and like frame. freeze frame. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Ben, do you want to start us off? Why would I start us off? <laughs> because you host next. I'm lost. Yeah, I, don't, I don't host it. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to go because, like, you know, I, I really yeah, don't care. Uh, welcome back to another episode what? of Real- of Spooky with a Twist. I'm Dylan. You I fucking bet. missed the bit. What's happening? Wait, nobody knew what the bit was, guys. You were the only yeah, one. That... <laughs> you said we're gonna the do bit. an eighty sitcom kind of thing. Okay, ready, guys? <laughs> I told you guys. Somebody goes next time. I'll host the podcast. Yeah, and Ben's and, and, and all I, like. But here's the thing. Like, I, I'm the one hosting today, and so you're like, all right, Ben, start it off. Like, it wouldn't make sense if. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was happening at the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I mean, we can do it at the end. Of, uh, all right, just wait till the end of the episode. Yeah, you'll hear. You'll hear. <laughs> yeah, man. I said intro. I hate you guys. <laughs> oh, I don't really like you either. I'm Gabriel. <laughs> I'm Gunner. And welcome back to uh, welcome back to Spooky with a Twist. Uh, we're we're great. We're great at doing this show. After three whole seasons, and now this special season, we're still mm-hmm. doing. We're still going really strong. Oh yeah. Well, how are you fellas doing today? <clears throat> I'm okay. I'm uh, watching. I'm uh, dog watching for my dad. I'm down in Bedford right now, um, mm. and I just had the worst experience getting Papa John's of my entire life. But we can get into that later if we want to. But other than that, I'm doing good. Okay. What about go down the line here? What about you, Gunner? I've been up since six thirty. I'm pretty tired. Uh, that is very. Very, I'm very, very sorry to hear that. Hopefully, you get some good rest after we're done. We're Gunner, shit. that's nothing. I've been up since six twenty nine. So, damn it! <laughs> yeah, you should have watched your mouth, buddy. Yeah, crap, <laughs> man. Kind of love when people compare traumas. All right, sorry, Ben. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm personally not going to talk about uh, what time I got got up. I just, I it's, don't want to. It's like, too hard. Yeah. No, no. I, I just, I you might as well say it at this point. Well, I mean, I mean, all 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 everything's out on the I, table. I don't want to like offend you guys or make you feel bad. Yeah, I, just do can it. We just, can we just move on? Just I got up go. at six twenty-eight. Okay. Fuck! Oh, oh god. Gosh. Well, I suppose this would be a really bad time to tell you I lied earlier and I rounded up. Oh, Actually, you... got up at six twenty-seven. Oh. Oh no. Guys, I feel really bad because. I felt bad for one up and gunner way too hard earlier. I actually got up at six twenty six. I I love when we one up each other by who has the worst situation. Yes. Because that is what establishes our status. Yes. Is by who has it worse. Yes. That is the uh, that is the American way. That's the American way. What time did you get up, Dylan? That's, it's okay. You can. Yeah, no, yeah, you can tell. Us. It's not, it's come on, not, it's come nothing, on, Dylan. It's come nothing, on. It, it's whatever. It's nothing that big of a deal. You know, six twenty. Oh. <gasps> oh, he didn't. Even, he's. Ah. 
I I I I I already told the truth to you guys. I six six yeah six twenty seven was was the time. Guys, I'm about to cry. I should start crying, buddy, because <laughs> we're gonna be talking about some pretty scary stuff today. Oh boy. With you know it being spooky with a twist. Um, now t- tell me, fellas. Yeah, I kind of I kind of mentioned it uh, last episode where I recommended a very scary Roblox game for that week, and I'll obviously do another one later yes. in the episode. But tell me, fellas, what do you see as the horror genre on Roblox right now? Like, how would you guys describe it from any of the games you might have played? Okay, honestly, whenever I hear horror, I think of like obbies, and it's like you're. Your crazy stepmother chases you. Yeah. You guys remember that one? Yes. Or like grandma yeah. chases you because you stole the cookies? Yes, I remember playing yes. that one. It was actually pretty fun. Yes. <laughs> Just hobbies yeah. with better theming. Yeah. There's those and then there's there's also the ones where it's just like giant images chase you. Yeah, like Shrek like in the map. back rooms. Yes. Yeah, that I wasn't even like referring to that one, but that's kind of the same concept. That's what yeah. I was going for. Evade. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about what about you, Gabriel? I was just evade is I think what he was evade, thinking yeah, about. Okay. Oh, I, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. I got you. I got you. So pretty much like things that like match with like culture at the time. You know, very like immersive, but very like you know real like not really realistic, but like you know higher bar quality whatnot. Obviously, Roblox has been around for almost two decades now, and you know everything has got to start from somewhere. So. Uh, today's episode, I want to be talking to you guys a little bit about the history of, not really the history, but the early days of Roblox Horror on, obviously, the Roblox platform. Yes. Um, and how to make this fun and interesting, there is going to, in fact, be a contest here. There's going to be a, ch- there's gonna be a challenge. How this is going to go, I'm going to ask a few questions throughout today's episode. Whoever has the most points at by the time we finish... Whenever we all go to see the next hit movie, Five Nights at Freddy's, I will pay for all your concessions. Wow. Oh. Get them Drink, cookie dough bites. popcorn, cookie dough bites, Twizzlers. Whatever, I will pay for. Hell yeah. So, so if you want to have a great time watching Five Nights at Freddy's, you better make sure you are answering all these questions correctly. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So... Back in the day, let's say go. Let's go back. You know, two to two thousand seven, right? Two thousand seven on Roblox. In two thousand seven, there was a lot of n- nothing going on. A lot of Fair. a whole lot of nothing going on. You didn't have detailed meshes. You didn't have detailed sound effects. You didn't have detailed much of anything. You didn't even have the way to customize your own avatar fully yet. Wow. The most that would ever come, like, around close to this time, was putting hats on your avatar and then putting on, like, a little, like, graphic on your torso. Mm. So, very, very, very dated time for the whole Roblox platform. But, alas, this did not stop somebody from creating the first ever horror game on the platform. This person is a name that I've kind of brought up before. His name is John Shedletsky. Oh, wow. John Zidlecki also going by the name Telemon, may or may not be the father of somebody in this call right now. Yes. Um, but pretty much, this man who was Roblox's first employee decided it was his opportunity or his chance to create the first ever horror-based Roblox game of its time. Yes, Cutter. 
I just wanted to share some good news. My blood pressure is 115 over 70. It'll be a lot higher by the end of this episode because it's spooky. Oh, he it mentioned Telemon. I already know what went up. <laughs> Immediate, <laughs> never, would, that, would that be never, with fear? Never, ever get me started on the child of Telemon. I, I, I know, I know, I know. But we're not going to be talking about the child of Telemon here. Instead, right, that's good. here comes your guys' first question. That'll be worth one point. Okay. So, out of the four names, uh, out, of the, out of the four game names I'm going to list, which one is the actual name for the first ever horror game on the platform? Is it either A, Spooky Sanctuary, 2, Haunted Mansion, 3, Crazy Castle, or D, The Asylum? Um, I'm going to go with B, Haunted Mansion. Okay. I'm going to go with D, The Asylum. Okay, all right. What was A again? Between A and C. Uh, oh, man, I I know C, C was Crazy Castle. Sorry, I'm like having, it's been a long day, so I'm having a short-term memory loss. Um, so it's not A, I'm going to go with C. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, the reason why I couldn't remember A is because the answer is obviously B, meaning Ben. You're getting one step further. One point. Yeah, no, on, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Like my my idiot brain. Uh, you don't have to get mad at me. I'm just trying to do my job here. No, my, I accidentally deleted A. Um, when I, That's so funny. <laughs> so I'm gonna find out after we're done with this what I said for A. But anyway, all that matters though is that the answer was in fact B. Obviously, I'm expecting Ben to know this because Ben, you are you're a little bit of a veteran on the platform, and Haunted Mansion was probably the one that sounded the most familiar to you out of mm-hmm. all those names. Um, the Haunted Mansion was, as I have described it. Just a game where, you know, it was literally just a haunted mansion. There was little areas you could walk around in, you know, scarecrows, pumpkins, crypts, stuff like that, uh, attics, you know, whatever. There was lightning every now and then. But the thing about this game is that there wasn't really any horror elements besides the quote-unquote scary atmosphere. And really all you did in the game at that time was do a thing called brick battle, which was, you know, a term in the old days where you pretty much had a bunch of, like, weapons, tools, or whatever, and you fought other players. Mm. And the goal is to get the highest, like, KO and least amount of wipeouts in the whole entire server. Cool. It's very fun, very good for its age, but obviously, as time moves on and as things progress and more things are added to the Roblox platform, the bar is going to increase even more and more and more. So let's move straight into this era called the 2008s, the 2009s, and the 2010s. Because when this in this period, things get serious. They get really serious. And how serious am I talking? Players take things to a whole nother level. They add things like scary ghosts. Oh, they add no. things like bats. Oh. They add things like blood. No. And the most important, they add scary music. Oh! <laughs> Uh, and you probably wonder how scary was this music how scary was this music Dylan well fellas in our little chats on a different platform that is a discord I've sent you guys an audio file and we are going to listen to this audio file and hear the music that was in most popular horror games for the time are you all everybody there everybody ready 
Yes. Just one moment here. Right. I'm ready. All right. Gunner, you ready? Well, let me pull it up. All right. All right. Y'all good? Yep. Count us down. All right. In three, two, one. stop here yeah. as, you can kind of get the memo obviously yes. like in the whole entire if you watch the list of the whole entire thing you hear more sound effects and that things that would play um and you know like i think like near the end there's this very long droning even as well that Ooh. added more suspense and horror and then when you realize you're safe he gets you <laughs> when you realize you're safe he gets you yes. guys i've been yes. thinking about it I'm pretty safe. <laughs> ah, what's up behind you? What's up behind <laughs> Me, me in my bed when I think I'm clear from the boogeyman. Ooga, ooga, ooga. What? But yes, um, this was probably one of the most, this is the most popular music related to Roblox horror for the time. Yeah. You'd find this in all your classic games where you'd be doing a bunch of random stuff and a bunch of different things and you know what it, it really worked yeah. but you're probably wondering how was this music made because it's a very unique sound obviously yeah. mind you i so, was actually wondering that yes. i wasn't so but i am the but go ahead fine fine you know <laughs> she don't really care. but i am the one who holds the answer so fellas i'm going to give you four options and you're to guess which one is the because obviously it's going to be an instrument, but you have mm-hmm. to guess which instrument is used, and all all these will be slowed down by the way. So I'll you know add that in, in, at at the start. It's either a a slowed down xylophone, b a slowed down trumpet, c a slowed down guitar, or d slowed down chimes. I'm going to say trumpet. Okay. I'm going to say guitar. Okay. I'm going to say guitar as well. Alrighty. Gunner, you are incorrect. (laughs) Ben, Gabriel, you guys have earned yourselves a point. Yippee! So, yes, 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 that is correct. Pretty much what was used is actually a compilation of a bunch of different sound effects that were uploaded by Roblox, but users then took those sound effects and obviously slowed them down and added in some other noises and other, like, gear sound effects. But obviously the main present sound that you hear in every single one is the sound of a slowed-down guitar. Very nice. And thus in doing this has created one of the most recognizable audios that is related to Roblox horror for that time. Mm-hmm. 
Now let me talk let me talk to you guys a little bit more about the actual contents of these horror games. Okay. Um pretty much these horror games always consisted there was always like three types. You had A survival, B story, or you had C competition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or I should say more like multi multiplayer survival. Okay. 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 Because there, there was the first one was more single player survival. What I mean by that is everybody's really out for their own here. Um, some of these game names might sound familiar too, like "Survive the Ghostface," "Survived the Jason Voorhees," "Survive the Jeff the Killer," "Survive mm-hmm. Michael Myers." And pretty much these games found sound very, very scary, found very, yeah. very intimidating. Yes. What these games were, honestly, for how barely functional they were, had a very mysterious origin. You're always put into a very big map or different varying size map. And there was a roaming NPC that would lock on to a random person on the map and have a like a kill brick in like their body or whatever. So like when someone got touched mm-hmm. by this NPC, they would die. Okay. Um, this music would be playing. The fog, like you know, would be like set to black, and you know, visibility is hard to see. Yeah. And in this big map where you're spawned into, you have no idea where the killer is, mm-hmm. but they know where you are, or at least somebody in the server. There's they were like 20 people in a server. You know, yeah. there's good chance you're probably not getting targeted. But point being though, is that at some point the NPC will be targeting you. So it's your job to maneuver and walk around the map, survive as long as you can. And try not to die. Wow. Yeah, very, very intimidating. Yeah, uh, the simple. Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say it's a simple concept, but I, I imagine it worked very well because that sounds pretty creepy. Yes. Once again, for the functionality that Roblox had for its time and whatnot, this is the best that most users could do. But yeah. like I said, it was one of the most popular. It's the one that I played the most when mm-hmm. I was younger. Um, out of all the different ones, um, the second option was obviously story. You had some, and these came up in the more like middle to later years of mm-hmm. like late two thousands, early twenty tens. Um, probably the most popular example of this would be Horror Hospital, and uh, I think that's the right name. It's been obviously it's been a few years, so give or take if I get that name wrong. But the point being is that it'd be a game where you'd be walking through a hospital, and you'd be getting told a story, but at the same time surviving obstacles, and most importantly, you would be getting jump scared every now and then. Ooh. And, fellas, if you look in our main text channel in the Discord, yes. Gabe, I think you've already seen it. If you want to pull up yes. on your phone, you can. The That picture you see there is one that was the used the most in a default jump scare kit in most really? of the experiences or most huh. of the games at the time. Pretty much you'd walk into a random area, it'd be invisible, and when you walked into it, that would flash on your screen and you get you get a little bit scared. It's like, oh my yeah, god, it's a big scary baby, ooh, whatever. Ooh, yeah. Obviously, now nowadays we're adults, we get kind of scared, but not that scared. Yeah. But obviously, <laughs> for a ten year old or a nine year old, you know, like someone who's a young kid, you, you shit yourself looking at this yeah. image. Yeah. You absolutely shit yourself. So, probably wondering where did this image come from, or better yet, is this image something that Roblox updated? Mm-hmm. themselves or didn't upload themselves yeah so fellas true or false the image that you see before you was in fact an image that was uploaded by the roblox account 
and was used as an official guide to making horror games. I think uh, it's true. I'm going to say true. Okay. No, they did upload it, yes. I'm going to say false. Okay. You guys are putting me in a little bit of a pickle here. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm going to say true. I'll say true. Okay. Gunner, you are getting on the leaderboard now because you have earned yourself a point. This image is entirely stolen. Um, The origins go so far back that it was uploaded to the internet back in the early 2000s. Wow, and somehow, wow. the, an image like this one was uploaded to the Roblox website and was used in most of these horror games. The image quality on this one is a lot better, as this is actually coming from the source image. Mm-hmm. The one that was seen on Roblox was taken with somebody's camera, pointing at their, like, <laughs> monitor, and took a picture. <laughs> um, obviously, I was trying to find this picture before the show started, but once again, searching up scary baby Roblox <laughs> comes up with a lot more things that are newer in turn in time yeah. and are not, you know, referenced as this image as such yeah. because, it, you know, this is a niche theme. You know, Roblox horror games, despite all the things I'm saying to you, they were not that popular for that time compared to what they are now. However, that streak did eventually break with the release of a very, very successful type of game. Okay. This game, I'm obviously not going to say the name of it because it's going to lead into our final question. Oh, final question. I know, I know. But pretty much what this game was is was in the third genre, team survival. Oh. Where instead in the first type where it was single player survival, it was everybody like they were just all playing and whatnot and they were going against an NPC. You know, like kind of like a PvE type deal. Mm -hmm. Player versus bot, whatever. And this one, a player, all the players in the server would be in a queue. And then through the queue, they would rattle, and they would choose somebody to be the killer. Ooh. Yes. And once that person was selected to be the killer, they would then be put into the world along with everybody else. And everyone in the server had a chance to hide in a place they had to. And pretty much they had to survive the killer that was out to get them. They had to survive for a set period of time. And then as the story would progress, a rescue chapter would come pick them up, kill the killer. Um, and I hate to give spoilers about this game. When the players finally get to escape and whatnot, a cutscene will play showing the spirit of the killer still with them on the helicopter, causing the helicopter to crash to inevitably lead to a sequel that unfortunately never saw the light of day. Dang. Mm. The thing that is interesting about this character about this killer and the whole game as a whole was that it was inspired by a little social media popular theme for the time. Um, But it's up to you guys to guess which character this video, this game on Roblox that was, that got very popular. It was one of the more popular horror games was based off of. Okay. Was it either a, the annoying orange (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry continue i was expected to hear like michael myers and i 
Oh, we already talked about Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees and all that. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh, go sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, was it either A, the annoying orange, B, the Kool-Aid killer, C, Fred, or D, it actually wasn't based off of a popular social media figure and was just some random nonchalant killer. So pretty much none of the above. I'm going to say Fred. Was Fred even popular at this time? To give you a hint, Fred and Annoying Orange were popular during this time period, and they were both to the same level of popularity. Okay, I'm going to say Fred then. I'm, for fun, I'm going to say the Annoying Orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was going to say Annoying Orange. Um, what was the what was the other one? It was um the Kool Aid Killer. The Kool Aid Killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to say Kool Aid Killer. Okay. Well, we do have somebody that has answered correctly, obviously. And the answer is the Kool-Aid Killer. Yes. Wow. Meaning Ben yeah. with a three-point lead. We, we can't even beat him. We can't even you, beat him. Well, if, you, if either you or Gabe had gone it correctly, you know, you could have tied it. But unfortunately, this was a tough question, so I don't blame either any of you guys for getting it wrong. But Ben, you were the one who stood up on top because the game was called Cool Killer. Obviously, they did not use the name Kool-Aid Killer, but pretty much the killer itself was the Kool-Aid Killer. And the player model was like a buffed out like Kool-Aid man with like a chainsaw, a bunch of different weapons to like summon minions and stuff and like do a bunch of other things to try and kill players. And their goal was either kill everybody and for the normal players to survive. This was my favorite out of all of them. I played it so much and then one day it broke and I was never able to play it again. Dang. Yes, because that was a very common occurrence back in the day. Because, you know, there was no proper development for these Roblox games. It's like, it was very easy for some kid to, like, be working on a game and then they broke it. They wouldn't know the error that they made. And then they'd be like, sorry, guys, the game's broken. I can't do anything with this anymore. Damn. If you, if you saw this that type of stuff happen today with, like, you know, Adopt Me or, like, you know, any of these top games, yeah. I'd be, I think it'd be stupid to see. But back in this day, it was way more common. And as with Kool-Aid Killer going to an end... People had to experiment more and come to grow the horror genre more and more and more. And it wasn't until the late 2010s to what we have now where the horror genre got to the level of popularity that it is today. Thus concluding the niche horror side of Roblox in the early or the late 2000s and early 2010s. How'd you guys like that? That was actually that was a really phenomenal. that, That was great, Dylan. Thank you very much. Something that was not so phenomenal. Remember how I said I was watching my dad's dogs? Uh-huh. As of like three minutes ago, I fully heard one of them puke on the carpet twice. So I'm going to go ahead and tend to that. We're going we're gonna to cut right. here. We're going to cut here, everyone. <laughs> they call me Magic Mike. Because no, my name don't. is Mike. And I'm a wizard. <laughs> and I'm a magician. <laughs> Magic Mike. I'll be turning things into frogs. Don't ask I can, why. I, I can 
make they dick hard. Damn, Magic Mike. How you ever heard of Magic Mike XXL? Yeah, Ooh. it's Mike. He's a wizard, and he's really big. Oh. Damn. <laughs> These wizards getting crazy. I'm I'm ready to get back in if you guys are. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think I think we're pretty much back into it already. Okay. But yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed my segment. Yes, it was great. That, that was really good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, what are we <laughs> delving into next, fellas? Can I do my pharmacy fact? I'm really excited to talk about this. Yes, go ahead. This pharmacy fact. Okay, so there's nothing scarier than an overdose. That is true. Correct. That's actually <laughs> that very <is> correct. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Um, please, like, you know, there's a lot of things that are out there for overdose prevention, like Narcan. If you use opioids or you know somebody who does, honestly, having Narcan on, uh, like, on hand is never a bad thing. It can yep. only do good. It can never do, I mean, it can never do harm. I mean, it, the least it can do is nothing. So, um, Fair. just went OTC. Um, so props to that. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a big move. And, um, so we're hoping to see a lot more, um, uh, prevention of death from overdose so pretty good stuff but that's not what we're talking about we are not talking about opioids we are talking about barbiturates now you Mm. might be thinking what did i just say barbiturates uh you you may have heard it as barbiturates Mm -hmm. um which is not correct there is no bitch in barbiturates there is no bitch in barbiturates no bitch in barbiturates Barbiturates. Barbiturates. Anyways. Okay. So, um, <laughs> that's what my professors told us. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's very, that's very, um, very, very cool thing. So uh, barbiturates have a tendency to have something called a narrow therapeutic inte- index. So um, a therapeutic index is defined as the dose in which it works to the dose that um, starts having toxic levels. So you basically think of it as like a graph. Like you could take some medication, but if it's not enough, it's not going to work, right? Th- or think of it like alcohol, right? Uh, you could have a drink, right? But nothing's going to happen. But say you have a few drinks, then you start feeling tipsy. But say you have too many drinks, that's when those toxic levels occurs, such as like vomiting, blacking out, right? Yeah. Well, we would consider that a therapeutic index in actual pharmaceutical drugs. Um, but it works the same uh, okay. in that sense of alcohol. So barbiturates have narrow therapeutic index, meaning that level when they're effective to when they're toxic is really slim, and you they have to be monitored closely. So some uh, example, a, a big example of it, one with a narrow therapeutic index is warfarin. Um, it's literally also called like nicknamed rat poison um, because too much of it like is just horrendous for you. Um, too little of it does nothing, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that's uh, people who are on morphine have to have it monitored. Uh, like as like, it can be like every couple of days, and if they're doing well on it, it can be every few weeks. But mm-hmm. that's not what we're here to talk about. So there is a big um, barbiturate uh, that is called sodium thiopental um, or pentothal, uh, and it's an anesthetic, but too much of it will kill you um so which is has seems to be the tendency for a lot of barbiturates so um 
uh, and a lot of anesthetics, to be quite honest. That's why anesthesiologists are so well-trained uh, with how they dose um, that um, it, it's, it's, it's crucial. So what are barbiturates for? Um, so they are sedative hypnotics, and they're used for use them for seizures, uh, like, like people who have seizures will use them, um, insomnia, um, sometimes anxiety or uh like it's, it says on here uh induction of a coma uh so for increased intracranial uh pressure honestly don't know what that means so if you do tell us but anyways oh seems like something's going down on in bin world for our listeners ben is talking to somebody off camera right now oh sorry about that gunner it's okay Hey, it seems like he's having a good time, though. Yeah, he's having a good time. Anyways, so that's barbiturates, right? Um, so too much of a barbiturates. Uh, symptoms of uh, toxicity um, are commonly described as you are start becoming more unconscious. Bradycardia literally just means rapid and weak heart rate. So it's your heart's beating really hard. Mm-hmm but it's still not beating enough, right? Uh, or it's not its not able to pump a lot. Or um, vertigo, because you're so sedated and that weak heart rate, uh, nausea, uh, muscle weakness, um, and then decreased body temperature, you'll have dilated contract pupils, all that stuff. Um, so there is a, uh, you know, barbiturates are actually common in the pharmacy we 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 have them they they will be prescribed um and a common one uh, some common ones are barbitol uh barbitol uh pentobarbital and finally the most common is phenobarbital uh which is um used for um uh, anti-seizure and uh anti-epilepsy kind of going hand in hand as well as insomnia um and then uh, when in conjunction, uh, uh, like benzodiazepines, it can be used to treat alcohol uh, withdrawal treat, uh, disorder. So uh, it's yeah. pretty interesting. But uh, like I said, it has narrow therapeutic in, uh, index and um, too much of it will kill you. So Daniel. Definitely, if you're on those drugs, I hope you are being well monitored by, uh, you know, faculty and staff. Uh, not so much faculty. I think that goes more for, like, universities. But staff. Anyways, um, I hope it's you're being well monitored by staff, and I'm sure you are. Um, but, you know, just be aware of those things. Uh, it's not something to take lightly, and especially when things come to the worst, which is in cases of overdose, and at the absolute worst, death. So, there we have it. Thank you very much, Gunner, for the helpful tips and all the things yeah. regarding overdoses. Alrighty, well, I will go ahead and ask the host here, pass the mic off to Gabe, because I believe some spooky news. Haunted news. Haunted so news, yeah. If you joined our last episode, you will know that we are doing haunted news instead of weird news and i'm exploring each city that uh each of the guys lives in um and today we are actually doing if i can find the tab just a sec guys 
We are doing Marion, Indiana, where our friend Ben yeah. lives. Oh, Marion! <laughs> so, oh my god, Marion, Indiana. I know, it's uber spooky. All right, can, we can move to the next segment now. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, the interesting thing about Marion is actually how few results I found when I looked it up. Um, every result was either talking about Marion, Ohio... Or just happened to have the word Marion next to the word in, as in like something being inside of something else. So Google thought, oh, Marion in. That's Marion, Indiana. Something it, inside Marion. Gabe, you're on the yes. wrong side of the internet. Oh, but I wanted to be there because <laughs> I found some really good websites. Uh, there are a few little folklore tales. Ben, I want to see if you actually know what these are. Um, if you've ever heard of these. The first one and the most common one I found is the haunted Charles Road in Marion, Indiana. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ben? I do not. Okay, well, here's the spooky story. Let me let me scroll down to the spooky story. Sorry. Now, this is a shorty, but a goody. Supposedly, a long time ago, a family headed down Charles Road in their wagon uh, on the way to church. Uh, they were headed down the, Charles Road in a wagon on their way to church during the winter. It was dark outside, and the family heard screaming in the nearby woods. So they went to investigate, and uh, the fellow church members became worried when the family did not arrive at church. So they uh, organized a search party to find the family. When the party discovered the abandoned wagon, they began to search the nearby woods, and they found the whole family headless. That is where the story ends. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that is uh, Charles Road, which is on the northeast side of Marion. Um... That's a story I've seen repeated a few times. I couldn't find any actual evidence for it. There's, it's so vague, so broad. It's kind of it's probably kind of like the crybaby bridge thing in Anderson, where it's just like supposedly somebody threw their baby off the bridge a long time ago. Like it's just, it's just kind of folklore. Uh, so there's that one, Charles Road, and then the uh, second one is not quite in Marion. Uh, Indiana, but very close to Marion. It is Mississinawa Battlefield on State Road 15, which is seven miles north of Marion. Ben, I take it you've heard of this before. I or at not, least you've heard I the word. Yes. Uh, in the early morning hours of December 18th, 1812, the cacophony of combat echoed across the Mississinawa. Mississinawa? River, Lieutenant Colonel J.B. Campbell and his beleaguered dragoons found themselves assaulted by an, out, an out, uh, by an outnumbered but desperate band of Miami Indian warriors. There would be no winners on this bloody day. Uh, they basically just had a fight, uh, 75 men wounded uh, and a dozen men dead on the dragoon side and more than 100 of their horses slain, and the Indians feared no better. Uh, Verbatim, that's what it says. Though their numbers could not be accurately calculated, Lieutenant Colonel Campbell estimated their casualties to be, to be between 30 and 50, though historians consider this to be boastful on his part. Uh, the battle would be remembered as one of the most significant topics in the War of 1812, and certainly one of the most remarkable and dramatic events in the history of Grant County. It was a day of bloody deeds that has forever left its mark on, on the field of battle tainting the landscape for all time. After nearly 200 years, the banks of the Mississinawa are still marked by the spirits of the fallen warriors on both sides of the conflict. That's the story. 
Now, now they do a reenactment every year of the fight. Yep. Um, With and like actual lives. Yeah, they actually kill kill twelve people <laughs> and a hundred horses each year just to stay historically accurate. Um, and it has been reported by those brave enough to camp through the night that the sounds of the battle still reverberate through the woods, as one camper stated. One night back in 1992, I was camping back by the battle site when I got woken up by what I thought were firecrackers. Hell, I could smell sulfur. Then I saw the smoky fog along the river and heard the sound of running feet in the water. I swear, it was it was like the smoke from a muzzle loader, man. I packed up and got the heck out of there. Uh, Other campers... I li- hold up. I, I ain't gonna lie. That sounded like someone took a shit in the river and then ran away. <laughs> I heard plops in the river, and I knew, I knew it was. The- <laughs> I heard groaning. Why did it, why did it smell smoky? <laughs> Smelled like sulfur. <laughs> Smelled like sulfur. <laughs> um, so, other campers have reported similar sounds. A lot of people pooping in those woods, as well as the additional cacophony of war cries, presumably from Native Americans who lost their lives in battle. I don't know why just the Native Americans. I think by war cries, it'd be just screams, which I think would be on both sides of the battlefield. I don't think anybody would just die silently, you know, just suffer silently, but whatever. So that is the two biggest stories I found about Marion. But in my in my search, I found a very, very interesting website. Uh, called ghostsofamerica.com and the entire point of this website is that people who are on the website can just add their own ghost stories and attach it to a location and and send in pictures as well and this is a hilarious hilarious website Um, (laughs) I'm going to send you guys the uh, page for Marion and just look at the first picture that shows up uh, and this basically sums up every single, every single post on this website that I could find. <laughs> Orb, Orb? <laughs> and it's clearly just like a fly or like a, a little dust mite or something like that. Bro, uh, the, the one with the dog is literally like someone had some against the camera lens or whatever. <laughs> like... But if you if you scroll down, you'll find. A story, but the story's not really what I'm interested in. Every single time I open this website, I see this ad that says, The greatest summer song of the century? Listen to Savannah Hannah on all platforms. Click for YouTube. It's a different picture every time, but it's the same ad with the same text every single time. So I think it's only fair that we listen to this song. Uh, because local they- artist of the week. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if it's local, but it sure, certainly is an artist of the week. So let me send this to you guys. We can we can listen to a little bit of it together. How about that? This yeah. might be the most entertaining thing um, from this search because it has proven to be very boring so far. There's not really much going on up there. Are you gentlemen ready? I am very ready. Yes. All right. Let's listen. Three, two, one. I miss the beach of Savannah. I think her name was Hannah. I think we're talking about one and the same. The tourist shops are opening. She'd rather see them closing. It's like they're stealing her soul, she says. Oh boy, you gotta see her. Oh boy, you gotta meet her. There ain't no other Hannah's out there. I'll say something like, This is Savannah Hannah. I bet you wish you could have her, but Savannah Hannah. 
is mine. Oh, this is Savannah Hannah. I so bet that you is wish you could Savannah have Hannah. her, but Savannah Hannah is mine. I, I want to apologize for laughing because I there's nothing about the sun. The sun is very nice, but yes. like, I forgot I was listening to a YouTube video in a Discord channel and not like a Spotify song. So like when I clicked to play the the song, all I heard was I mirror a beach in Savannah. I think her name is Hannah, and that's all I heard. And it just went to silence. Um, so. Okay. It, honestly, a very catchy song. It's 467 yeah. views um, and only a few comments. The funny thing about it is that why? Why is it just one ad for one song that keeps showing up every single time I visit this website with a different picture each time? I don't get it. Uh, but that is that is really our haunted news for Marion. A big fat load of nothing. That That town is so godly that ghosts don't dare. <laughs> right. So um, that is <laughs> our rather unfortunate haunted Bro, news uh, for today's episode. This the place Mary's like so much that the ghosts of the hunt would be like, oh, I'm going somewhere oh, else. Get oh, the what? fuck out of here. <laughs> the the closest thing they have to a haunting is a story of a murder. That's the closest thing they have. <laughs> uh, it's like, so, like yeah. about a murder. It's like someone asked, Are is it now haunted? Like, no, someone died here. What yeah. <laughs> Pay your respects. Uh well, thank you, Gabriel, yes. for the haunted news. Uh, now, Ben, what will it yes. be? Will you, do you, uh, you got some philosophical? Uh, I do philosophical questions. I, I do. I have a philosophical question. I don't have a legal fact today. Okay. Uh, probably not going to have one for the spooky season. Uh, retire that one for a little bit. But uh, for our ghost question, I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which ghost is this? For a philosophical question, we're going to be uh, talking about ghosts. And I'm not going to ask you whether or not you believe in ghosts, although you're welcome to share if you want to. My question is going to be more of a fun one. If you died right now and turned into a ghost, what would you do? I'd start doing really inconvenient stuff, like hiding the remote, or like moving the furniture so it's uneven, or like making dishes dirty. Oh, okay. <laughs> guy activity. Evil. Yeah. Or like, uh, what else would I do? Like flushing the toilet late at night? It's just stuff like that. Or or not flushing the toilet after using it. Who knows? Like, I'm a, I'm a I'm a goofy guy. Um. <laughs> I think oh. I I would go to the house of somebody I don't like and I would possess every spider within a five mile radius and have them all just heading towards their bedroom just all at the same time. Man, that's horrible. <laughs> I'd go to Ben's house. What would you do at Ben's house? Possess every know. spider within a... You, you, don't even know. you don't need to know. I, I would just hang. Yeah. I'd be just like, Ben would be like coming out to his living room in the morning. <laughs> Just dap up a ghost. <laughs> and, like, Ben won't realize it, and then he'll be like, wait a second, you're a ghost, and then I'll be gone. Oh, that'd be terrifying. That would leave him with, like, psychological damage. <laughs> like, genuinely. He'd be like, did I am at, like, am I going actually crazy right now? Yeah. And then I'd leave a piece of paper saying, where are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds you do this? Huh? <laughs> Ben says two. And you're like no. It, no, it's like Ben says like goes like all right, all right, Dylan. Three, two, one, two. Three. 
<laughs> like takes forever. Oh my god! All right, just a just a quick fun one. Uh, ben, what did, the... what would you do? Uh, I'd probably just because Dylan said that I'd probably go to Dylan's house and just like keep haunting his computer and like making it play "Hello" by OMFG at random <laughs> hours of the night. <laughs> Leave ghost poops on his keyboard, but he doesn't know they're there because they're ghost poops. Uh, or maybe, maybe I would like subtly promote reality with a twist with my ghostly powers you just to myself. To myself, who is a host on the show. Yes, so yes. <laughs> that's it. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, Ben, for the philosophical question. Of course. Now, moving forward, I believe Gabriel. Do you have a local artist for this week? I actually do. Um, So this week we're heading down to the home of some of my very favorite artists of all time on this segment, Indianapolis. We're looking at post-gospel. So go ahead and go to Spotify and just look up post-gospel. Which, when I asked what genre they consider themselves, they told me, and I quote, emo rock? Pop punk? Not sure. It's fucking guitar music and we play loud. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, not only do they play loud, they play very well. We're going to listen to Rose Gold, which was my personal favorite off of their new EP. They were kind enough to give me the story behind Rose Gold, and here it is, verbatim. This song was the, quote, This song was the first one I showed all the guys who wound up forming the band with me. I think it was a riff I played accidentally that just sort of propelled the entire idea and made me realize, like, oh yeah, I want to make loud-ass music in a garage and not care where it takes me. Um, and I believe it's going to take them to the freaking top because it's pretty good freaking music. Um, very just, I, I feel like I repeat myself on this, on this, uh, segment all the time, but it's very polished, uh, very catchy. This, this band knows how to make a catchy tune. Um, just rock music really. I mean, um, let me find it. Rose Gold. And, oh, I wanted to, I always want to say this disclaimer on Reality with a Twist, but I always forget. When you hear recordings of these songs on our podcast, they are a very low quality recording of them because it is screen recorded from Spotify most of the time and then played. So it's basically double compressed. Some songs have sounded really bad. So that's not the artist's fault. That's my fault. Uh, But are you guys ready to listen to Rose Gold by Post Gospel? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Gold by Post Gospel. I uh, I extended it a little bit just so you guys could hear the chorus a bit better. Uh, but what did you guys think? 
That was awesome. Yeah, I'm not, I love that. I'm one. not too into like some of that hard rock stuff. Like that hard rock stuff is just too crazy for me, man. <laughs> uh, not to sound like an old old man, but like honestly, there were there's a lot of talent there. It was yeah. really good. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of a lot of um, and I think it is timeless. The sound is very timeless, um, but it really reminds me of a lot of like mid two thousands, uh, like not necessarily post grunge, but like. Yeah, I don't know. Just the pop punk post grungy. Nah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're yeah. saying. Like, I kind of remind me of like early Panic at the Disco. You know, like early, yeah. early, like See, where it's just a lot of rock. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was gonna. I. I don't want to compare them to this band in many ways, other than just the general vibe of the music. Uh, Flyleaf. Do you guys know Flyleaf? I don't. Nope. Okay, they they're actually a, a Christian band, but they people don't know they're a Christian band because they're very very good. I'm not saying they're a Christian band. I'm not saying they sound like Christian rock, but it's a, like it kind of has the same. If you listen to their old stuff, you would get you'd get what I mean. Very 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 good stuff from them. Um, I highly recommend you check them out. Post Gospel on Instagram. I will throw their links in the description as always. Good, awesome. Well, thank awesome. you very much, Gabe. Well. Do we have any other segments that I'm missing here, aside from the big, glaring, obvious one that we do to wrap up every single episode of Reality of the Twist, or now, in this case, Spooky with a Twist? I don't well, think so. Oh. Oh. There's not necessarily a segment, but uh, there is a little something uh, that we have to go back true. to from yes. several episodes ago. Yes. The sock giveaway. Yes. It is a theme we promised you viewers who partook in the Instagram giveaway. Gabe here has a wheel set up that has all the people who opted in correctly. And what he's going to do now is he is going to show it to the camera and he is going to spin it. And the lucky person that it lands on will win a pair of Ben's socks. Yes. So all of our contestants have a one in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight chance. You guys all have a one in eight chance of winning. Um, I actually am screen recording this, so uh, you, you guys will be able to see on the video version of the podcast. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Oh. It's spinning. It's spinning. Oh, come on. Who is ben, it? your fiance won. No, spin it, spin it again. Can, can we again. spin it again? Melody, Come you're on. not getting the socks, Melody. You can just go into his drawer anytime you want. I, I will give her a pair of socks, but let's give also another uh, – let's give a viewer um, who is not my fiance yes. a pair of socks as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now you guys have a one in seven chance. Not one in seven chance. Yes. All right, we're spinning. We're spinning. I swear to God, if it lands on me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Consty Wonsty, the same oh. man who says Ben likes men all of the time. He just won a pair of Ben socks. Well, Consty Wonsty, wow. Ben's gonna really prove that because he's gonna send you a pair of his socks. <laughs> <He's> gonna... <laughs> yes, we Consti. we really like you, Consty Wonsty. Um, will be, uh, I will be reaching out to you yes. most likely through the RWAT pod Instagram yes. to get some details from you. Uh, also going to ask you if you would like socks with holes in them or <laughs> non or like a combination of both. Again, the treatment um, here. You're getting yeah. like, like choice and everything. Ben, are these unwashed or washed socks? <laughs> 
I suppose I could I could ask him what his preference is, but I, I was thinking watched. Okay. I, I, I think if you ask that question, you're going to dwell into territories where it's going to stop being a bit and more towards a like black market for and sock selling. I think maybe for liability reasons, just in case you got some kind of fungal disease, maybe we should do washed socks. <laughs> yeah. So let's just let's just have let's make sure we don't have any issues later yes. down the line. Okay. That works for me. So congrats, Consty Wonsty. Okay. Uh, well, I think that brings us to uh, uh, what are the odds, right? Yes. I believe that does, in fact, bring us to what are the odds. So, Gabe, please yeah, explain. So, uh, hi, but, hi, Gunner. Uh, hi, Gunner. You're kind of cutting out a little bit, but I think, I think yeah, you're good. Yeah, you guys now. are cutting in and out for me, too. Hold up. I think there might be some going on here with the VC. Uh, okay. Do we want to cut here real quick so I can just do some real quick? Yeah, so uh, are we ready for what are the odds? I yeah. think we were ready for what yeah, are the okay. odds. So what are the odds is a combination of a dare and a bet. There's an odds asker and a victim. The victim gets to set their own likelihood of having to do the dare that the odds asker asks them. A third party will count down from three, three, two, one, and the odds asker and the victim will have to count down. We'll have to say a number between one and the number the victim said at the same time. If they say the same number, the victim has to do the dare. If none of our individual dares hit... We will do a descending odds, which is basically, it just ensures that one of us will have to do one of the odds that we asked. You'll get it if we get there. Okay. I have one for Ben. Okay. Stacy Crumbo was an option for your socks. <laughs> and I'm sure you have three pairs of socks. So what are the I odds do. that you send a, also send a pair to Miss Stacy Crumbo? Uh, um, just, just to, uh, just to keep it fun, six. Okay. Honestly, I thought you were going to say two, so I'm going to have to ship a pair of his socks. To the oh, I should have. You, I mean, hey, you can change it. it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but just know. All right, two. Okay. Let's do two. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll count you guys down. Three, two, one, two, one. Oh, Gunner! Oh, Gunner has to do my it. My gosh! Oof. All right. Well, that's how that's how it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. Okay. Uh, Gabe, I have one for you. Yeah, go ahead. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna hate this one because you've already done a similar one before. What are the odds that tonight? You have to record a video of you, like doing a singing cover of <laughs> uh, Rose Gold's song that we did on the episode today. Bow 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 Well, what you should, what I think you should do is like just play, like record a video of you like you are right now, and just like yeah. have it on your phone and like just sing along with it. <laughs> and then you send it to them and be like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" Oh my god. <laughs> I already I already accidentally compared them to Christian rock on this, so I <laughs> Oh god. Um 30, 30. I'm sorry I can't go lower than that. <coughs> Bless you. All right. Okay. All right, I will count you guys down. 3 2 1 18 17 Oh, oh so close. <laughs> oh, okay. My. Gunner, yeah, I have one for you. Okay. What are the odds you create a new account on Instagram 
and call it like Gunner's Closet or something and then advertise it like one of those like uh, Depop kind of like selling clothes accounts. But the only thing you sell is individual socks. And you have to take a separate picture <laughs> for each individual sock and, and ask like $5 per sock or something. This is really funny actually. Um, I, and I have a lot of socks I need to get rid of. Two. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> It's happening. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll catch you guys now. Yeah. Three, two, one. Two. Two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, that's that's another one I have. Damn it. Man, you're about to become <laughs> a sock, sock business, bro. That's, I mean, it's not a horrible thing. I can keep it anonymous, but well, yeah, I mean, yeah, semi-anonymous, no last name, but yeah. The, the yes. G-Man's closet. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, Ben. I hate to throw another one at you, but what are the odds that okay. you have to order a BIM shirt, you have to sign okay. it, yeah. and then we do another giveaway oh of a God. signed BIM shirt? <laughs> that's actually, that's kind of funny. That's, that's but, really good. Uh-huh. But it would be like, isn't it like 20 bucks or something? I would cover the t-shirt cost. You would cover it? I would cover it. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh. All right. Oh Three, my God. Two, one. Two. One. Ooh. So Dylan Dylan's. has to do it. Oh, yep. But Ben <laughs> still has to sign it, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I have to get Ben to sign it. Yeah, I guess I'll sign it. Yeah, uh, we'll do another okay. giveaway. So we'll do a giveaway. I'd say we will post a we'll, – we'll have a post and then um, comment – I love Gunner socks. Yes, yes. And, and send your mom this comment. Yeah. I love Gunner socks. Yeah, comment. I love Gunner socks to be entered into the giveaway. Wait, so it's 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 a shirt with my face on it, Dylan's signature, <laughs> and you have to comment. I love Gunner socks to get it. Correct. And you have well, to be following well, my Instagram. <laughs> I was going to say, might also be following Gabe's Instagram at that point. Like. <laughs> We're making it way too hard. Yeah, no, people. don't no follow wonder, my Instagram. Nobody comments. <laughs> yeah, no. All you have to do is Gunner, uh, comment, uh, Gunner's comment, uh, yes. and obviously just, you know, like the post, whatever dude, okay. whatever Gabe yeah. sets it up to be. But that yeah. comment is the same. All right. That wraps us up for this episode of Reality yes. Twist. Dylan, close us out. Yes, yes. Thank you all so much for listening. And Ben, you are the next episode for Spooky with a Twist. Do you have any hints to what your episode is going to be? To to give some uh, suspense to the viewers unfortunately uh not at this time fuck you i'm, I'm leaving you, you know what Stop. it's fine Go. fine fine yeah get get, get out of here penis bro. scam penis scam <laughs> penis <laughs> <laughs> all right fellas well thank you all for listening to this episode i've been dylan i've been ben i've been gabriel and i'm gutter We'll see you in the next episode of Spooky with a Twist. <laughs> 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 <laughs>